The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Executive Minister, Senior Assistant Minister, and the Director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. Uh, this month, I've been doing interviews, and I've been seeking to interview people who I feel as though are doing good, positive work out in the world. Everyone doesn't have to be a minister. Everybody doesn't have to be a spiritual teacher, per se, to do spiritual work or inspire people. So today, I have someone on that I believe is doing some great inspirational work with music. And let me just put this right out front, because you, you'll be able to hear the love in my voice. This guest of mine is actually a relative of mine, one of my younger cousins, and she is an actress and a, uh, a R&B singer and sings anything you want to sing. Uh, she <laughs> does great work. Um, I'm exceptionally proud of the work she she's doing, and I just wanted to just expose my audience to her, her the work that she's doing. Uh, so please, my Truth Transforms audience, welcome Kiara Lanier. How you doing there, cuz? Hi, good morning, and uh, thank you for having me on. Hi to all of your lovely um, supporters. I'm very happy to be here. Beautiful, beautiful. So I, as I know, as I jokingly said to you earlier, I know I got you up on in L.A. It's a couple of hours earlier, and you're already an artist, so that means you're normally up late singing. So obviously, yeah. I want to thank you, <laughs> thank you for coming <laughs> on, and <laughs> and uh, you know I appreciate family love to get you up this early in the morning. Um, so before we actually start, I just want to just uh, talk a little bit about um, your musical career because some people might have seen you in some things that and they didn't know. Could you talk about some of the TV shows and um, programs you've been on, um, so maybe people can get familiar. Because they've probably seen your face and didn't may not recognize or realize that who I'm talking to. Because obviously, this is audio and this is not a video pro podcast. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I've done a few shows. One of which is um, American Idol. I was a finalist. Um, I also um, played on The Shy on Showtime. I also played on Empire on Fox. And a few other, um, you know, like a, a few other other um, 
other like kind of ads and commercials and things like that. So for TV, that's got some of the work. And I also have a lot of my music on a few different TV shows as well. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, I wanted to bring you on because I wanted to talk about, um, you know, self-esteem, spirituality, believing in yourself and the entertainment business, because you've been in the entertainment business for years now. And it's a it's a challenging hustle. There's no other way to say it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, having confidence in yourself, having faith in something bigger than your humanity, uh, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, matters when you're navigating people uh, in an industry that is not always as ethical as it could be. Um, And Mm -hmm. when people are always trying to change and morph people into being somebody that they're not. So how has Mm -hmm. your spirituality um, helped and self-esteem helped you navigate the entertainment business? Well, I think one of the challenges um, about living in, you know, in Hollywood or in L.A. is that um, in order, sometimes in order to go through some doors, you have to kind of walk and move and believe like you're already there, like you already are supposed to be there. And so... Um, my first year in LA, and, and on part of that, part of that is healthy. With your faith, and that part of that is faith. You know what I'm saying? And so there's a balance between moving in faith, and there's a new balance between are you faking? You know. And um, my first year in in uh, LA was very very challenging. Financially, um, I couldn't get a job no matter what I did, which was crazy. But however, there were so many blessings and things happening at the same time of these challenges. And I say, you know, I had to, faith was all that I had um, uh, for me to even just get by day to day. Like I I was couch surfing, but yet I was walking with (laughs) the one gown that that my mother gave me. I was still going on red carpets. I was still um, going to award shows with no invitation. And people were gladly welcoming me, <laughs> like, hi, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? And so um, on faith, I, I, God, God will definitely show you faith is not only all I had, but all that you actually need. Faith is my currency, was my currency, and is my currency when I had no money when I had no nothing. I had to really believe, like, all right, God, can you? I I, I know for sure that you're gonna help me get here, there, everywhere. And so, um, yeah. So I think uh, the first thing is, um, yeah, I've learned that faith is my currency, and also that, um, you know, God's gonna God's gonna let you. <laughs> Let let you do your thing and figuring out who you are. But um for me, my heart is always coming back to God, no matter what, um, no matter what. And uh, I'm very grateful that people when I'm in the studio, when I'm in a show, when I'm just walking and talking, people can feel um feel that loving energy from me, you know, and that's one of the greatest compliments. Um, people will ask me, uh, you know, when I'm here and 
here and there, they'll be like, okay, we know you're not from here. So where are you actually from? You know, like who, you know, who are you actually? And so, um, yeah, I would say, yeah, I think um, my faith has definitely been my, my defining personality and character um, that uh, has actually helped me, helped me grow a community here, helped me, um, I mean, throughout every challenge that I've experienced, totally. I believe, uh, I love that. And I'm, I'm totally borrowing my my faith is my currency. You will hear yeah. that in a sermon somewhere. Trust <laughs> me. Okay. <laughs> you will hear it. I'm using that. Okay. I just put the moment you said it, I just slotted it in my mind somewhere. And I said, okay, put that it. back in the file because she will okay. hear that later. <laughs> my faith is my currency. Yes. And, is, you know, man. and I think that that's an important uh, point, Kiara, because, you know, um, well, one of the things that I teach people is faith is your ability to say yes to God. Exactly. And so, so when possibilities and opportunities present themselves, uh, we have to be able to say faith, be able to say yes. And faith allows us to see what's not visible yet or manifest. Right. And it's the power, you know, and it's connected to the power to bring what is unmanifested into manifestation. So the simple fact that you, you know, put on the gown and walk the red carpets anyway, even without an invitation, was showing yeah. that look, I see myself where I want myself yeah. to be. Come on, Not exactly where uh, my current experience is trying, and that's the right. key word is trying to dictate. Because I think those mm-hmm. are the, that's where we get tripped up. Um, you were preparing a place for yourself and your consciousness before you ever got there. Yes, yes. You know, So I love that story. And I didn't know that you were walking the red carpets without an invite. So I just saw the pictures on Instagram was like, Hey, look at cuz. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, and that's the thing. So to the world, you know, there's a level in in, in, in entertainment, there's a level of, you know, the smoke and mirrors. Like y'all just see the pictures of me popping up at the Grammys. Y'all didn't see that. I just walked up there. I didn't have the invitation. I didn't have a ticket. Uh, even though I am on the on the members, uh, a member of the Grammys and a voting member and whatever, like literally I faced my way <laughs> through Hollywood, even to the point, the place, the apartment that I'm in now. Oh, God, it's so good. Oh, I'm telling you, um, I, I, I'm the oldest, you know, and so I don't let people know all of the challenges that I go through. But when I tell you the first year, I was couch hopping in 10 different places. I didn't have a home, right? And I, no matter how much I tried, I was going to session to session and, like, literally passing my resumes out everywhere, you know? But I kept in my mind, cousin, I kept in my mind exactly what I wanted. Oh, God, thank you. I had in my mind this lofted place, right, that had these tall white walls, and I had a piano in there, and I had beautiful windows with a lot of sunlight and everything. Every night, no matter where I was laying my head, I kept that image in my mind. And do you know that's exactly where I'm living right now? And I've been living here since uh, last year, 20, uh, 2020. I've literally, literally manifested the, the exact picture I held in my mind 
picture that I kept as, as my background of my phone when I had nothing. I'm trying to tell you, I was so broke, cousin. I didn't even have enough money to get on a bus. That was humbling for me. I've never, you know, but I still have to get to auditions. I still have to get to sessions, you know, and on the outside, you know, I'm on TV shows. I'm opening up for Anderson Pack. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. And the reality is so many people here that end up um, doing great things have had that same kind of story of, you know, you have to believe so much in not just yourself, but just so much in your purpose. Like you're meant to write that script. You're meant to sing that song. You're meant to whatever. That that supersedes even just logic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm very grateful um, that, uh, yeah, even just the basis of the home that I desired, I'm literally living in the manifested um vision that I that I held in my mind totally well you know one of the things that you did was what I call and not just me but people in the new thought metaphysical movement called the mental equivalent you mm-hmm. you got clarity in your mind this is what I desire yeah and then you had conviction before you had the experience and that became yeah. the mental blueprint through which God could work. It's mm-hmm. you know this is what you just did and explained with your own life in real time is what I've been seeking to teach people for the last twenty five years. If you mm-hmm. can't see it, you can't have it. You have to be able to see right. it, and you have to be definite with the infinite. You have to be able to right. hold in consciousness what it is that yeah. you desire with everything you have and as the scripture says i'm not gonna let you go until you bless me yeah come on so so Mm. that's a part of the conversation so when you had to 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 hop uh you know Mm -hmm. couches but you had the Mm -hmm. image in your mind what you desired you were actually molding and shaping your future by assuming that the what you were holding in your mind was your actual experience. And yeah, I often tell people faith thinkers are not reasonable people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can't be reasonable and, and be a faith thinker. You can't go right. by precedent and be a faith thinker. You can't allow uh, others to dictate what you can and can't have and call yourself a faith thinker. Faith mm-hmm. literally creates the doors. It just doesn't open the doors. It creates them. Mm-hmm. And what you did was you created doors and you literally manifested your 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 habitation according mm-hmm. to the pattern that you had in your own mind. Listeners, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're listening live or you listen to this podcast later on on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the website, or wherever you listen to to your podcast and you get this particular podcast, pay attention to that detail. While she was going through mm-hmm. an experience that she didn't desire, she was holding the image of what she did. All and right? I don't know and, if this, this can be of value, but in order for me to make that that real for a time, I had to go back home. I had to go back to Chicago after um, having some health challenges. Um, and I still, 
I was very humbled that I had to go back and, uh, but I was very grateful that I had to go back to my dad's house, my dad's house, my stepmom's house and, um, and still, you know, work and perform and save up some coins in order to, and, and even still, I kept that, that vision clear of what I wanted and I was able to return and come back and, um, and have this place. So, right. yeah. Somebody called it the <laughs> God of a second chance. Come on. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, and I think that that's, that's really good information because what it's telling people is sometimes when you go after a thing and it doesn't work out, sometimes people give up when they right. bump into the roads, money challenges, health challenges. Sometimes people have relationship challenges, uh, career right. challenges, but the key is how, you know, even if you have to adjust, still keep the main thing, the main thing. Exactly. And, and, and so coming back home, spending time with your dad, tell him I said, hi, by the way, next time you talk to him, it's been a minute since I've okay. talked to him. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, I just want, you know, I, I think it's important to recognize that you can have a hiccup, but yeah. a hiccup does not have to be uh, a, a permanent no. A hiccup just right. means it's time for readjustment. Right, totally. Yes, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, I do want to give people, and if they, if you do want to call in and ask any questions, you can call in at uh, 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. I want to give, if anybody has a, an opportunity to call in, we want to make sure you do that. Um, you know, and, and go from there. By the way, next time you come to Chicago, let me know because uh, Angel asked me about you. She wanted to see you. So I want to make sure I put that okay. out. I don't want to forget yeah, putting that out over the universe yeah. so Angel knows that I actually said it. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. And you know, she can call me FaceTime anytime as well. Okay, I will definitely let her know that. So, so you know, I think it's important as, as we, as, first of all, let me just stop here and let people know, how, do, how can people get in contact with you? Um, website, your music, how can they do that? Sure. Um, so you, everything is under my first and last name. You can hear all of my music on every platform from Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube, um, under my first and last name, Kiara Lanier, K-I-A-R-A. Last name is L-A-N-I-E-R. That's also my Instagram handle, Kiara Lanier as well as my website, kiaralanier.com. All right, all right. We have some, we have a caller. Let me put put this caller in, okay? All okay. Right. okay. Uh, Beverly, are you there? Yes. That's also my name. Hi, sweetie. Get out of here. Who let her on here? Beverly Joy, your auntie. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. How are you? I know, I'm keeping up with you. <laughs> I am so oh, excited my. to hear you on the radio. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy to hear you too. And you know, Galen is my favorite teacher at CUT. I'm in this class tonight. So just to hear you on radio talk about yourself, I think that's fantastic. Oh, I'm so grateful. I got family here. Oh, man, I'm so happy. So happy. Great, and then Maria's going to listen to it later. I told her about it, but she's got a client okay. this morning. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. 
Okay. Uh, always good to hear your voice. Did you know oh. she was my younger cousin? Well, I can stay on the line. <laughs> no, no, I was saying that yeah. you know she was my younger cousin. I don't know if she can hear me. Uh, Beverly. Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you hear? Can you hear Galen? Reverend Galen. Yeah, I can hear him. I was saying. Oh, was did saying, you did know you she know was my younger cousin? I'm her. I'm her god auntie. <laughs> okay. He said, "Did you know that she, that he and I are cousins?" I didn't know it until he mentioned it last a week in class. Mhm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, a, yeah. it's a small world. It's a small world. It is. It is. <laughs> We're all connected. All right. Well, okay. Well, thanks for giving uh, calling in, Beverly. I will see you later today in the Prosperity's Ten Commandments class. Uh, and uh, so we're going to have a good time. Trust me, I'm ready to rumble. So you're going to get some good stuff tonight. Okay, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> all right. God I love bless. you. <laughs> all right. Yeah, oh. We have another caller here. Uh, let's see here. Donald, Donald, are you there? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Kiara. Uh, good morning. Just want to let you know that you are so encouraging. And oh, I you, love your boldness. Your, you know, you, Paul writes that I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I love that you can stand on God in your story. And oh, yours yeah. is so real because entertainment is probably one of the most difficult challenges of doing that. So yes. congratulations. And Thank that loving energy that people talk about with you, I can feel it over the, the, the conversation oh, we're having with you. your cousin. So keep up the good work. I encourage you to continue on to tell your story, and I'm blessed from hearing it. So God uh, bless Donald, you. Keep on, keep before, you before you get off, because uh, uh, Donald, would you let um, – Donald's son is also an artist, Kiara. Okay. So, uh, so let them let the, let let her know who your who your cousin is. They might have bumped across each other because both of you are from Chicago. Are are they out here in California and LA? Uh, no, he's not. He's not uh, right now. He's still enjoying Chicago, but that's going to be a goal, just like with you, to get back out there. Uh, so he goes back and what forth. Is, uh, what does he play? Uh, he's a rapper called Rocky Fresh. But, oh uh, yeah! I, I, I also have I, a goddaughter that may have worked with you on the shy, and her name is Jadea. I don't know if you know Jadea. She may not have been there when you. So I, you got a couple of connections with my family. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Uh, if you are you are you connected to my cousin, um, uh, my my cousin Galen? Uh, I I would in, love. In all ways. He's the okay. reason that I'm growing. <laughs> he's the he's my rock. Yeah, he's he's my guy. Well, I'll give I'll give him my email and stuff, and however I can support you and your family, you know, there's always opportunities that I would love to extend to more musicians, especially to get their music on TV shows and films. Um, that's that's really the bag that helped me a lot um, in my transition here. So, um, anything I can do to help. Um, you know, I'm I'm open, so I'll have him um, give you my contact. Okay, we'll do. And again, keep on keeping on. I love it. Thank you. Thank have you. a beautiful day. Same to you. Thanks, okay. Donald. All right, so you know, so we have, we have a, uh, about uh, four minutes before we go to the break. So let me um just tap back a little bit into um a couple of more questions I want to ask you. Um, one okay. of them is, how do you tap into your creativity? 
Um, you know, honestly, the creativity taps you. It's like, um, <laughs> imagine having a kid that just wants your attention and will take no, will take no no's for an answer. You know, that's what creativity is like. That's what, that's what the spirit of music is like. And you kind of have to decide, are you going to stop what you're doing and give that music all of your attention? I don't care where I am. I can be in a, a dance Afrobeat club. I could be in my car. I can be anywhere and a melody will hit me. A word will just fall out of my mouth, like whatever it is. And so um, when it's honest, when it's pure, then it'll just come. But also then, you know, the skill of being a musician is also just having the discipline of just creating every day, making every day. So, um, yeah, it's both inspiration-based and also just like taking the concentrated time to, you know, play the piano, to um, to produce, I produce as well. And also build build my skills in community. Um, I, I just joined this uh, school called 1500 Academy I'm going to be going to later on this morning. Um, it's with a bunch of super producers who have multiple, you know, Grammy-winning, uh, you know, songs out there. And so it helps me to sharpen my skills as well to be in a creative, uh, collaborative environment. Wow. Yeah, I, I love that. It, the creativity bothers you. You know, uh, Johnny Coleman used yeah, to say exactly. that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that um, she used to say the desire is God tapping at the door of your soul, seeking expression. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so, again, you have to open up. So you're open, yeah. willing, and receptive to allow right. what is tapping on the door of your soul to come yeah. in and, and be expressed. And I think that that's really important as an artist because, you know, I know most people say artists are musicians are actors, et cetera, but I believe everybody is creative. And yeah. we many times have been conditioned out of our creativity. And, you know, mm -hmm. as you were talking about your stop anywhere, I have like, I have so many methods of capturing my ideas. It's almost unreal if I'm driving. Mm -hmm. I'll call my direct work number, leave myself voicemails. I have yeah. catalogs worth of ideas in my notes on my iPhone because um, I learned really early that possibility has a short shelf life. When you don't mm -hmm. catch that inspiration, when you don't catch that idea, when you don't catch yeah. that, that possibility, it doesn't necessarily always come back in the way it originally came. You have to be right. open and catch it because that's the that's the pregnant moment to right. be able to do what we got to mm -hmm. do. I'm looking at the time. It looks like we got 30 seconds before we have to stop. So let me just say that we have to take our break very soon within a couple of seconds. And we're going to come continue this powerful, powerful conversation about how to walk in faith in Hollywood and the music business and what it means to manifest your good against all odds. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. 
voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I have another caller online, so let me connect her. Hey, is 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 this my cousin Angie? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kiara's mother uh, audience, Truth Transforms audience. How you doing, cuz? Good morning. I am doing great. Hey, Kiki. Hi, Mom. What are you doing? <laughs> it is too funny. Did it? Did you just see that I text you? Yeah, I did. Just out the blue. I didn't know you were on this podcast this morning. Okay, oh. cousin. Just uh, <laughs> he just called and said, "Hey, are you on?" And I, right after I had texted. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, nice. Okay. That was so, beautiful. So we're just I love you about too, school. Mom. Thank you for the text. Oh, oh well, thank. Are you having a good day so far? Wonderful. Good. Okay, you deserve to have a good day. Every day. We all do. Thanks. Absolutely, absolutely. So, cause we're just talking about, you know, just the work that needs to be done. So, you know, while you're on, I just want to just thank you. You know, we grew up together. So I just want to just thank you for, you know, always being a loving and supportive cousin and the great work you do do and have done with your children. Uh, so um, let's continue to work it. So, you know, we're going to get back to it and handling the business. Um, you can, you can, you know, you can stay on to listen via the phone or you can listen on the website. And we're just going to continue to go through some questions. We're talking about manifesting this good and how to navigate what we need to navigate through life. And um, so we're going to work it. So thanks for calling in, cuz. No, thank, thank you, you. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, I'm happy to be right here. Happy uh, to listen. All right. I thanks. love you. All right. So, love Kiara, uh, I want to get back to a couple of more questions. Um, oh, for a second, I just lost my questions here. Okay. Um, I want to talk about uh, work ethic. We talked about creativity, yeah. but I want to talk about mm-hmm. the type of work ethic that is necessary to succeed in the entertainment business. What can you yeah. what, what can you talk about as far as work ethic is concerned? Um, I think there has to be a, a a level of passion and discipline, as well as. Um, really understanding the value of the moment. Like, for example, um, when I first got here, uh, mind you, I was broke, 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 okay? <laughs> like, less than a dollar broke. But I had um, I had these opportunities to go into these big studios and these big, with these big artists and write, right? And so there were some days where I had to go across town um, with no money, literally praying that each bus driver would let me on the bus <laughs> to get to these three different sessions. And, um, yeah, and so the it's about, the work ethic is about recognizing a, a gratitude for your gift, a gratitude for the moment, because opportunities happen all the time. You know, it's people here, there, everywhere, and there's a time limit to some opportunities. You know, people want you to be on a song. Okay, can you turn a song around in an hour, in a session? Can you turn the song around, record it, write it, mix it, send it in, you know what I'm saying, for it to, you know? So I think um, people are respected here 
um, when you have a level of urgency, a level of professionalism, and, you know, time does not matter. It could be two in the morning, it could be three in the morning. Oftentimes sessions sometimes don't end until two in the morning, three in the morning, five in the morning, uh, and then people come back the next day. So I think you just have to be willing to not say yes to everything, but um, just really move and um, just just move again, move at the at the stretch your your limitations of comfort um, in order to just complete, you know, whatever you're here or there to do. But it's definitely crazy hours, but I'm used to it. I mean, I've always been um, both a night owl and able to work and adjust in the morning. And, um, you know, so I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really meant for it. I'm really um, prepared for it. Well, yeah, that studio life is something else. Our, our uh, audio video manager here at the church, uh, before he came to work for the church, he used to work for one of the large studios. I forgot the name of the big studio downtown Chicago. And he would have to work with them, you know, Madonna's and the Mariah Carey's and et cetera. It might be CRC. It might be. I'll have to ask him after this is over. But, uh, you know, he was telling me, like, okay, Mariah Carey wants to work, and you just didn't leave the studio. He's like, sometimes I want to leave the studio for three days. I was like, what? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. three days. But he said that's how yeah. it was. Yeah, and every the... time, it's not just like you're in the studio. You have to pull something out of yourself. You have to pull right. a story out of yourself. You have to pull a real emotion. Because just writing a song, it means nothing if you don't feel it. Music is sensory, you know. If other people in the room don't feel it from the production or don't feel it from the story, then it's 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 not going to come out. It's not usable. And so many songs really have to be written in order for you to um, have the best song come out. I was in one I was in one studio session um, at a at a studio out here where I believe. Um, they had Michael Jackson's glove in there. I think he made either Off the Wall or Thriller in there predominantly. And um, I believe one of those albums, they made like somewhere around like, I don't I feel like 500 songs and then pared it down to 100 and then pared it down to 50. And then they took those 50 and said, all right, we're going to make another 50 to try to outbeat these 50. So it's like people don't recognize it takes a lot of time, energy, money, love, uh, an effort to make the best songs that actually do come out. Because for every song that does that does come out, there are hundreds. <laughs> there are hundreds and crates and gigs and gigs and gigs of songs that don't come out. You know. Yeah, that is amazing. You know, I, I, I often wonder um, how me, how much great music we didn't get from some of the artists that we revere these days. You know, you, you know, you hear about you know Prince and his infamous vault of Right. songs that people have never heard and you know obviously the michael jacksons and some of these other people who are musical perfectionists uh you know mm-hmm. it, you know it seems like tupac still has songs coming out his transition to 20 age 25 and he had about 10 extra albums because all of that was just music that he recorded that he never released yeah. so i, I definitely see, hear what you're saying yeah right right you know, totally so so let me ask you this: um, Which singers and musicians did you study to, um, or you know, to, to help you get your feel for music? Oh, totally. Um, 
as a kid, you know, I, I listened to what my parents listened to. And my mother listened to, like, real singers. My mother listened to Celine Dion, uh, Whitney Houston. Um, I grew to really love Mariah Carey. Um, my father really loved, like, house music, and he played, like, Bob Marley all the time. So I really studied Bob Marley as both a songwriter, and I really feel like his music was singable parables, you know. And um, I always wanted to have an impact like Bob Marley, where he was literally uniting opposing gangs on stage and um, really bringing people together. And uh, so his impact is, I think, one of the greatest impacts in music uh, of all time, um, how, he's, how he touched people's hearts and how he made his music so simple um, that children can sing it and remember it. And that God is in it you know, through throughout most of all the stories. Um, as far as just like technique, there were um there were other song singers that I studied, like um Kimberrell, I really love her so much and um uh just kind of other experimental singers. I really love how Bobby McFerrin is a full instrument with his body, with his voice. And um, I definitely um, use my voice kind of similar to him. When I'm in the studio, I like build and make loops. And a lot of the time when I first started, before I could really accompany myself, all I had was a guitar looper pedal. And I would just use my voice to, to build the whole musical background and then sing on top of it. And um, I learned a lot of that from Bobby McFerrin, how he um, builds and uses his voice instrumentally. Um, and those are just a few. Um, yeah, but I, I've, I, I have a musical, a wide musical palette from um, experimental jazz to some punk rock to um, future soul. Um, I mean, the spectrum is wide. So I, I, uh, I listen to a lot of different styles. Beautiful, beautiful. So earlier you were talking about, you know, faith is your currency and holding the image, um, especially manifesting the, your current apartment. Um, yeah. Do you have any particular prayer or meditation practices that you can share that you've used to help you hold the faith when you needed to hold it? Uh, yeah. Um, now, staying consistent with it is also my um my my lesson of this season um and really recognizing you know just like i need water just like i need fruit just like i need sunlight i need um i need to spend time with god i need to actually consume the word of god i need to meditate i need to um hold that image um in prayer with god not just write a list of to-do lists or not just write a list of my goals and go out and network. Like, no, that is, um, that is the first and foremost, most important thing. And oftentimes, you know, we think it's an afterthought, but it's, it's the, the thought, <laughs> it's, you know? And so I would say part of my practice now is um, before I uh, even leave my room um, and go and, you know, take care of my little puppy, um, I will, uh, tell God what I'm grateful for, 
in the morning. I'll also um, do a little bit of energy healing on myself. And so I'll, I have a meditation that I do or a visualization that there is a white tornado spinning light of love, bliss, that is just coming in from the top of my head and making its way all the way down through the base of my spine, cleaning and sweeping any debt, doubt, you know, hurt, pain, debris, and it's just sweeping it fully out of me. And doing that visualization on myself, it literally, I, I feel it physically. Um, and just allow myself to um, dissolve anything from the previous day. Um, and uh, I just started last night, but it really has affected me this morning with reading, um, just reading little uh, biblical quotes at night before I go to bed. Like one that I read last night, oh my gosh, it was hidden. Let me um, pull it up. I have a little book that I keep by my bed. It's just like um, a little book of Bible promises for life. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's a, it's a New Living Translation, but it says, Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you the power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. And that's Deuteronomy 8 and 18. And so, yeah, I think um, now it's uh, it's listening to the word before, I mean, reading reading some word and, and attempting to memorize it and just replaying it in my mind over and over and over again until I fall asleep. And sometimes I also... Um, listen to reprogram my mind, my subconscious mind. I'll record my affirmations um, and I'll set it to some healing frequencies um, and I will play that in my sleep also to help quicken my um, manifestation or, um, you know, subconscious reprogramming. I do that all the time. Actually, I make a new set of affirmations almost every year and I, um, you know, record them and uh, play them in my sleep or play them in my car. So that's, well, a, that. that's a part I of it. I love that. Uh, you know, you know, I'm an affirmation person. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been teaching people to affirm truth for 25 years. I'm a big believer in it and a big believer in visualization. Matter of fact, one of the projects that I'm working on right now with an artist is creating some guided meditations around energy, Mm -hmm. light, body, things of that nature. So I have some things coming down the pike that are very similar to the things that you're already practicing. So that that warms my heart. It warms my heart Mm -hmm. that you're already doing it. (laughs) You know, uh, because, you know, for me, you know, it's really important to me to be a, a good example to my family. And, you know, yeah. and even if I'm not always talking, people always can say, hey, uh, I got that text or, hey, I, I saw you post something on Facebook or Instagram and it lifted me up just be- and what you're sharing now. You don't know where this is going to go because people listen to this show in in countries in Africa and, you know, all over the United States, Canada, Mexico, the Caribbean. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have listeners in the U.K., uh somebody might say, okay, I'm going to try that and get their own blessing because they know that it's yeah. workable and you don't have to be a minister, a teacher, a guru to work it. Spiritual mm-hmm. principles work because they're spiritual principles. Totally. You know, and as Johnny Coleman yeah. would say, it works if you work it. That's right. It works if you work it. 
you know, mm-hmm. so so th- those are really great practices that you mentioned. Uh, are there uh, outside of you know your book of scriptures that have there been any particular uh, books or literature that you've read through the years that have that help mold and shape your thinking around uh, understanding your own spirituality, self-esteem, and value? Oh, totally. Um, yeah, I. As a kid, I always used to, like, go and steal my dad's, like, self-motivation books and, um, you know, also going to CUT. I mean, that, those types of books that um, help uh, just kind of give power to my mind and, as well as how I, you know, move as a creative and as a business owner. Um, but, yeah, there have been a few books. Um, so... I would say the book of knowing and worth has been a really good one for me. Um, I would also say the 10 X, the 10 X rule has also been a good one for me. Um, Let's see. What are the really good ones? There've been several, uh, but I listen to a lot of, um, I listen to just a lot of uh, videos on YouTube. Um, all kind of books. I would also say there's a book called The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing that have also helped me um, in understanding and defining myself and defining my brand. That was a really good one. Um, let's see. Uh, and there's there's a few others. Um, as I as they come to me, I'll I'll mention them. Well, well, just so you know, your cousin is in the midst of. Uh finishing up his book so hopefully my hey, book will be added to your list very great. soon very oh, you very know soon let me, uh, tell me the name of yours and i want to share with people my book that i also have out well I, I, mine is not finished yet but when it comes out it'll be truth transforms just like the name of this podcast oh fantastic i'm so proud of you that's fantastic yeah, writing know, a book we're... does not only always have to be challenging but it definitely takes time out of here you know, time and uh, editing, but I do have an ebook out. Um, okay. It's a book. It's a book called Simple Steps to Sync, and I teach musicians how to get their music on TV and film and video games without a label, with a without a music library, and without um, a publishing deal. And um, that. Getting my music on a TV show was literally what took me from couch surfing to um, being able to go on a tour and buy a car and all kinds of things like that. There are thousands and thousands of dollars um, available per song um, for musicians if they know how to format their music, if they know how to copyright their music and legally protect it, as well as um, learn how to get it into the uh, hands of music supervisors. So if you know a musician who uh, would like an extra stream of income and, um, yeah, would just benefit from this knowledge, you can um, send them to syncyourmusic.com, S-Y-N-C-Y-O-U-R-M-U-S-I-C.com. And, uh, yeah, that's my site. I wrote the book. I did the graphic design, everything. And it's the full blueprint that I use um, to help get my music on TV shows now. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. I can't wait to tell Lisa that you got uh, uh you wrote an ebook. I was telling her yeah. um <laughs> was over there um who was over there? Hey, I stopped on you, you know my sister Lisa. I stopped over there on what was that? Yesterday, Monday, Monday, and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm interviewing Kiara. You know, she's like, oh, that's great. And I didn't know that you had a, a, a ebook. That's great. So make sure you go to syncyourmusic.com if you if you're an artist or you know an artist that is seeking to learn the tricks of the trade so they can um, create new revenue streams with their music. You definitely want yeah. to make sure you get the ebook. You definitely want to make sure you contact Kiara and get the information that you need to be able to get the breakthroughs that are possible for you. It makes all mm-hmm. the difference in the world. So, mm-hmm. um, because we have about f- five minutes left, I want to just, first of all, uh, could you give people your main email address again? I just want to make sure people have an uh, opportunity to be able to reach out, find your music and anything else that, you, that you're connected to. Yes. So everything is just my first and last name. It's Kiara Lanier. Um, it's K-I-A-R-A-L-A-N-I-E-R.com. That's also my Instagram, at Kiara Lanier, K-I-A-R-A-L-A-N-I-E-R. Um, that's also my YouTube. That's also my name on all streaming platforms. And if anyone was interested in contacting me directly, that's also my email, kiaralanier at gmail.com. Beautiful, beautiful. So um, probably this probably will be the last question, but um, I okay. really want to talk about, um, we talk about faith, we've talked about creativity and work ethic, but I really want to talk mm-hmm. now about just pure self-confidence in your craft. How important mm-hmm. is it to have self-confidence in your craft so you don't get or an artist doesn't get um, manipulated into working, into making music that's not consistent with their soul? Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of ways that confidence is confirmed. The most obvious is um, if you have people who are fans and they they tell you online, hey, I really love this song, you know, or they make a video or they repost it. So that's one, uh, that's one level of confidence to recognize people are resonating with, with the work that resonates with who you are. The second means of confidence is consistency. And confidence, honestly, can't, can't come without you consistently creating, uh, you consistently um, making the work you know, and oftentimes depression and doubt and everything comes when you're just simply not expressing yourself. And so just like, um, you know, if you were Kobe in a gym or anyone, it's how many shots you put up, how many songs you you put up, how many, you know, and um, that confidence, not just in your, that confidence in your ability to create, your confidence in your um, stretching your skills and stretching your self um that that happens you know just um you know in the studio in in the creative process and then i would say um you know as a when you're a creative you you have to express yourself no matter um no matter what's going on and so i think the next level of confidence is learning how to be 
and maturity in yourself is learning how to be unapologetically honest um, with what's going on in your life, even if it's ugly, even if it's, you know, um, challenging. And so I think that next, yeah, that next level is um, being really honest with yourself. And oftentimes the most honest work is the work that really touches people from all backgrounds. Um, even if that, yeah, so um, I would say, um, yeah, it's important. It's important to come into the room with just, hey, I'm just going to serve. I'm here to serve the song. I'm here to serve the creator in this day and with this intention. And setting an intention, you know, with the day, with the session, with, you know, with the work. Um, but, uh, and then I think that the next level of confidence is that, no matter what happens in the day, in the session, in the time, that um, life is happening, you know, for me. God is for me. My angels are for me. My family, my ancestors are for me. Um, and so no matter what's happening in the present moment, um, the final destination is I'm going to win. You know, I am winning now actively, consist- consistently, you know. So, um, yeah, I think it's you have to have you have confidence in your practice and doing um, in yourself and um, uh, and in the sharing and in the releasing, you know, of the work. Beautiful, beautiful. So we have 45 seconds left. So I just want to thank you for coming on today. Again, I'm so proud of you. And, um, thank you. you know, and, and I will say this publicly, privately, and anywhere, um, you're beautiful on the inside and the outside, and you're more beautiful on the inside than you are on the outside, and you're absolutely gorgeous on the outside. So that means a lot. So thank you. You know, so thank you know, you. Um, you know, you know, you know. I'm always here as a resource to be able to make sure that you. you know, holding the vision. So if it's something that you need the vision help for, give me a ring. That that's the that's the cue music. So we're going to have to go. (laughs) God bless you all. I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Take care. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.